This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi there. It's time for another episode of The Saturday Quiz. My name's John Leary and I'm about to ask the questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and hopefully my guests will be able to answer them. Last time they were on this podcast together, this week's guests were supposed to be promoting the very same show they're promoting now. But unfortunately, because of the pandemic, that season was cancelled. This time, however, the show has opened, it's on and they're doing it. It's called The Dismissal and it's a musical about the constitutional crisis of 1975 that led to the controversial removal of the Prime Minister. Joining me today are the men who play Gough Whitlam and Norman Gunston. Welcome to the show, Justin Smith and Matt Whittett. Hi! Hello, Johnny Leary. Hello, gentlemen. How are you going? Good, thanks, Very Johnny. Well. You're in the midst of the world premiere season of The Dismissal. Songs, dances, all sorts of things going on. How's it going? Great. It's going no, very it- well. It's, it's a relief to have it on stage after... Um, uh, five years, four years or something. Of- yeah, my God, it has been a very long gestation. Yeah, but it's exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. going well. We only, op- we only opened a few days ago, so it's yeah, all, it's all early, so early days. Exhausted. Early days. Yeah, we had two shows yesterday. This is like, it feels like 6am for me. <laughs> you are playing Tuesday to Sunday at the York Theatre in the Seymour Centre until October 21. Yeah, Potentially yeah. 29. Potentially Ooh, October, maybe an yeah. extension? Maybe. Probably. Let's say yes. I'm just going out there. Oh. I have no wow. capacity to say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good news. Yeah. yeah. It is good yeah. news. It another is pay, Another paycheck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And more chances for my oh, audience sorry. to yes, people. your right. audience. No, that's yeah, what we every, want. Every, that's the most more chances to come and see the show. Yeah. Good. All right, now, on this podcast, I ask my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Um, did you know that on the 11th of November this year, it's going to be the anniversary of the Goblin's dismissal? Oh, very well done. Yeah, yeah. of course. Which that, you'll, thank unfortunately, you for Unfortunately, if we do go to the October 29 date, we'll just be, oh, it would have been great to finish yeah, on the 11th of November. tantalisingly short. Maybe they will. No, we can't. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't really answer so, your question, Johnny. <laughs> uh, the 11th of November. Yeah, at what was it, 4.43 or something like that Sounds in the good. afternoon that yeah. uh, the yeah. golf wa- walked out onto the steps? Something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Matthew, do you have any trivia, a bit of trivia that you love? Yeah, do you have your okay, favourite piece so of trivia? I, I, Save me, please. I heard this trivia recently and I thought it was really, it just, it just, it just blew my mind really that um, Jeff Buckley was shorter than Tom Cruise. <laughs> wow. Was he? And I can't, I can't get over that. Oh. Okay. How, how tall is that? They both seem like towering personalities. So, you know, I just I think of this huge... <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, no, no, he... Apparently, Jeff apparently Buckley. he was he was shorter. If only they'd yeah. taken... If only the river had taken Tom Cruise and not Jeff Buckley. <clears throat> oh. Sorry. <laughs> Edit that. And we, we had this conversation not long ago, didn't we, Jazzy? Both you and I saw... We would have seen Jeff Buckley. We did yeah, see Jeff Buckley. I saw him at the in concert at the, um, oh. Palais in Melbourne. Oh my god! Oh. Still my favourite night at a gig in wow. my life. So amazing. It's, I've got two big musical regrets that oh. um, I never went and saw. I had the opportunity, mm. and I didn't go and see Jeff Buckley, mm. and I didn't go and see Nirvana. Ooh. When- oh. <laughs> Wow, they're so, mass- yeah, they missed massive. Yeah, missed it by that. Uh, massive yeah. regrets. Just like I, both of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, because I remember when it, I went to high school in Brookvale mm-hmm. and um, and that first that first tour that Nirvana came out to Australia, there was there was rumour and apparently they did do oh. a, a one-off gig at the Jet no, Club. the Jet Club. DY. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Apparently. I spent apparently, so many nights at the the, I, I could be speaking out my... <laughs> Speaking of my ass, but, but I remember geek. I remember that happening at the time. What's the? Yeah. I don't know that. I'm not familiar with the Jet Club. No, What's the Jet it's, Club? Oh, it's an it institution, yeah, it was, yeah. Northern Beaches um, band venue. You know, no, with, and, and just 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 time. just to cap off the uh, the Jeff Buckley story, oh, yes. I saw him twice. You saw him twice. I saw him. I saw him on his very first gig in Australia at the Phoenician oh, wow. Club. Yeah, that's the one that I didn't go to. Yeah, that was the first one. And then the next two nights were at um were at the Metro. Wow. And then and then a couple of two years later he came back out again and I saw him at the at the Enmore. Oh, and wow. that Phine- that Phoenician Club gig is seared in my brain as the best gig I ever went to. Ever. Oh, ever. Yeah, th- thanks for rubbing that in. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jody. Uh all right. Well that thank you for those uh, bits of trivia. Um let's get into the quiz proper. Here we go. Question number one. Is a Turkish Angora a breed of cat, goat or rabbit? Any ideas, guys, oh. on this one? Well, it's well, it's not a cat. No. Okay. It's, it's, it's I, I, I know Angora's, Angora's a rabbit. Okay. Like Angora rabbits and that's the... Oh, yeah, Maddie, I'm going with you. That, thing. That's your, but, yeah, but, ter- but, but weirdly, I kind of have a weird feeling about goat. You have weird feelings about goats? But, because but how can you after you just said that? Should we say rabbits? But I, I think I'm, that's I'm, what... Like, why would, you, why would you know about an Angora rabbit and then, and then we choose the goat? Because Turkey's famous for its different breeds of goats. <laughs> or it's... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Turkey's famous for its... um... Okay, well... Yeah, there's those really big goats. There's really big goats that have those big heads. I can't remember... I'm going with it. And they they train them to walk in really small steps because... But apparently they do that. It's horrible. They they probably do that. By chaining chaining them, by chaining their legs as young so they don't move very quickly. So they can hear them. Let's go for the rabbit. Let's go for the rabbit. Let's go for the rabbit because that's even... That's... Well, I don't know about that. But anyway, let's let's go down there. Uh, well, let me tell you this. All three, cats, goats and rabbits, come in breeds called Angoras. Oh, Matthew. Okay. 
but only one of them is technically known as Turkish Angora. Oh, here we go. So it's it's not rabbit. It's the goat. Is what I'm it's saying. The goat. It's, it's goat. the goat. And nor is it goat. Wow. Wow. <laughs> a Turkish Lord. Angora is a cat. It's a uh, okay. it's well, kind of a long it, hair. It's very sometimes uh, confused with a Persian. They're usually entirely white. Uh, wow. with quite is that long, where the term came from? There's many ways to skin a cat. Was that from <gasps> Turkey? Sorry. Oh. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. How else do you... According to the Cat Fanciers Association, Turkish Angoras make wonderful pets. They're amongst the world's most intelligent cat breeds uh, and love their owners with a single-minded devotion. They are long, Mm. elegant, finely boned creatures with smoothly pointed faces who adore running and playing with wonderful grace and a great (laughs) zest for living. Their single, silky, medium-length coats need only occasional grooming to look good. Oh, Oh, that's the Association. Oh, well, I should have known that because also Turkey is also famous for cats. There are a lot of cats in Turkey. And yeah, you're right. the The word Angora comes from Ankara, which is the capital. Yeah, of, of course, Turkey. of course, of course. Yeah. Mm. Mm. There you go. Okay, wow. so you bombed you out go. big time on question number one, but let's okay. go to question number two. Denzel Washington plays Robert uh, McCall yeah. in which film franchise? The Equalizer. Oh, very well done, Matt. Matthew. Straight out with Yikes. it. Yikes. Are, are you familiar no, with the Equalizer no. franchise at all? No, no. I just knew that he had done the, he, he had done the Equalizer and it was a franchise. Yes. <laughs> so Do, yeah, and I Matthew thought, is and familiar I thought, with it. I, I, I but that's it. I hadn't seen it, but I also was like, oh, I don't. I can't think of any other franchises that Denzel wasn't Washington's been. That's a good. Uh, uh, Question. Rational. Nor do I. What was the Pelican Brief? Was Lo- that, lots of. Was that a character that he? It was just a single restaurant. It wasn't franchised. Out. <laughs> okay. to... Yeah. It was just. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right, yeah. Matt. I I can't think of another no. Denzel Washington kind of franchise. Maybe there is. Maybe there's something. Uh, Could that be thinking of. The franchise. Do you know it was originally a TV series? Mm. Yeah. Oh, Edward, do you know? Yes. Oh. Edward Woodward. Very good. Fun. Fun. Bath. Yeah. Or a little uh-huh. It ran for four seasons in, uh, what was that, the 80s, I think. Yeah. Uh, and Denzel first played the character in 2014, reprising the role in 2018, and then a third film has just been oh. released. I guess when you're onto nice. a good thing. Keep going. Mine it for all time. <laughs> Question That's number three. A <laughs> carronade is, a ty- is what type of weapon? Carronade. That is spelt C A R R O N A D E. Like lemonade, but with caro. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? What are you thinking, Jesse? Uh, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of a. Um, is the word garroted when you. Oh. That, yeah. that thing that, you know, assassins would write. That is a garrot, yes. Yeah, so like piano wire yeah. kind of deal. Right, right. I don't know why that popped into my head, but well, ca- yeah, um, garrot, carronade—they kind of share a mm, 
a I, sound. I, I, I wonder. Guess. I wonder if it's a kind of a gun. Like it sounds like something that the that, that maybe like in the Civil War in America, someone like get your carronade out and. Well, it oh, does yeah. get your uh, things gr- in there. Grenade, fin- grenade finishes Ooh. with the same. So we're thinking more Ooh. like a little. Um, carrot, carrot shaped, kind of little thing. Carrot, yeah, carrot shaped grenade. Carrot shaped. Well, it's, yeah, it's like a, loon, like, a Looney Tunes <laughs> grenade. <laughs> like those stick grenades from from World War Two yeah. that were yeah, kind exactly. of like little tin cans on the on the on a yeah, or hammer, some sort of you know, they sort of pipe pipe like uh, oh yeah, pipe bombs. grenade type. <laughs> yeah, but that's not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's where that's where I'm leaning now, Maddie. I'm going with a portable sort of explosive device. Um, yeah, I reckon it's not. I, I like you thinking. You're not. You're not correct. Not right. You you were mm. actually closer with a. Um, it it, it is a projectile weapon. Ah. So you were closer when you were saying that it was like a, a kind of gun, gun situation. So it's a bazooka type ah. situation, is it? No, or? it's a, uh, it's older. Ah, that cannon. You you what did you say? Kind of civil war? Oh yeah, Ooh. what did you say? Carronade is cannon. Yeah, like a yeah. is it is it one Mini. of those cannons where you where, where they're all cha- no? What what are those ones where they're all, they put chains in them and they shoot out and they? Oh, oh, I can't remember. I don't know. I just read a lot of um. I read the I read all the Master and Commander series well, years that, ago. That is absolutely where they would be. There they were those kind of short cannons. That were mm. decked out on on ships that um, stumpies, you little stumpy cannons <laughs> that would, uh, you know, yeah. roll back and forward on their yeah. on their oh. like wheelie bits on the, on the rails, yeah, wow. to to accommodate the recoil. Close, but no carronade. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and carronade is a type of cannon. Very well mm. done. All right, question number four. By swapping the order of two of its letters, what word for a scoundrel becomes a type of cosmetic? So I need two <laughs> words. Two words. One is a scoundrel and the other is a type of cosmetic makeup. But we're moving two ma- letters. But you're shifting two of the internal letters. Oh, my God. Mm, they both start with the same letter. Okay. Start with the same. So the, it effectively they're anagrams. Um, yeah. Okay. So, five letter. Um, five letter word. Five letter word. So five letter five word. Letter, oh, you. Well, let's let's break it apart. So five letter word being a um, form of makeup. What have we got? We've got <clears throat> blush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking that's mascara. Actually, mascara is too. Actually, yeah. you. You you're getting close. Ah, rouge, rouge, and so we're going to go rogue. rogue, rouge and rogue. Very well done. Woo, rouge Woo. and rogue See, are the two sometimes words that we're it, after there. Sometimes it does help to just say that things are in you my head. You do just out have loud. to say the words that come Usually into your head. Usually, it's not oh. a good idea. That sounds that sounds like a cabaret with just you and me, Juzzy. Rogue, <laughs> rouge which and rogue. Which one's rouge and which one's rouge. rogue? Okay, well maybe we maybe it's a show in two two acts. I reckon and we that, flip it. I reckon that's the, that's that's the question of the show itself. You have mm. to come and see. It's a ballot. It's a ballot mm. box on the way out. Um, do Matt, you probably don a bit of uh, rouge in in the show. A little bit. I yeah. do a little bit. A little bit. So a little bit on the. Oh, so do you? 
to yeah, make yourself it's a, a little, little bit ruddy. More... It's a bit ruddy, you know. Yeah, as goth, you're a little yeah. bit. And do you do you have prosthetic eyebrows or do you just darken? I just work with my own. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I can't compare to him, but you know, we're working in the theatre. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it works well. Fantastic. I have a very good. We both have very good wigs. Oh, great! Yes. My mine is like. Wearing a swimming cap. Because you, you, Matt, oh, you've got a healthy head of hair, but, of course, the character that you play, Norman Gunston, has next to none, has a very famous comb-over. That's right. So I, so I actually effectively wear a, a bald cap with hair on it. <laughs> a hairy bald cap. A hairy ball cap that's all that's all glued down. It is like wearing a swimming cap for a couple of hours yeah. at a go, which is which is the closest I've ever come to being a, a, a true sportsman. It's <laughs> a long bow, Matthew. Wow. Well, speaking of sports, let's move to question number five, which is the sports question. Here we go. Nina Kennedy last month won Australia's only 2023 World Athlete. Let me get the question out. World Athletics Championship gold medal. In what sport did she compete? You've already answered that. So there is a bonus point. Pole vault. Yeah, thank you, Matt. (laughs) There is a bonus point for naming the championship's Eastern European host city. Where where did this happen? That's the question. Which country? City. Which city? Which city? Well, if you name the country, I could probably help the city. Of course, if I name the country, you'll get... Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, very, I'm it, quite good at geography uh, at the moment. So. Was it Hungary? Well, that, that it, might be Budapest. Is yeah, that your answer? Budapest, yeah. Very well done. That is the answer. Uh, that is the correct answer. Budapest. You've been to Budapest, haven't you, Matt? Yeah, I have. Have I you, have, Jussie? I, I, I have not, and it's like right up the top of the list. Apparently, it's amazing. Mm. Tell um, us about it, man. Amazing! Like we we did the we did basically went from one public bath to another, all <laughs> all around the, the most amazing like outdoor baths. The Ge- the Gellert baths, which are these incredible mm. sort of nineteen twenties Art Deco like incredibly ornate hot spring baths oh, wow. that you go to and you know and then there's a whole massage area where you, where you go and they're, mm. just, they're just and you get belted and and Some it's very Hungarian it's very good thrashes you big hands <laughs> big hands look we should talk about Nina Kennedy who won yeah. the well tied i guess for first place <laughs> yeah they shared it the yeah. epic pole vault duel with her friend and rival American woman. Yes, Katie Moon was her name. Is her name? And if if I'm right, she then the next week went and won the indoor. She set another some sort of record. I don't think it was a world record. It might have been an Australian record. Oh wow! Perhaps indoor, you're right. I, mm. I do not have that information mm. in front of me. Do you know the height at which they oh, you know there. stopped? You've got me all there. the way. Uh, it was her all, first all time all clearing this this height, which was. Four point eight five meters. Wow, that's okay. so high. Yeah, well oh, done. I need to get the long the long pole out for that one. What? <laughs> they have do different they, length poles. Do they? Surely, don't they? I don't know. Uh, all the same size. They're just yeah. Regulation. Regu- <laughs> just a regulation size pole. <laughs> all right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Justin Smith and Matt Winnett, and we are up to question number six. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, 84 Charing Cross Road, Les Liaisons d'Ajus and The Colour Purple are works written as a series of letters, otherwise known as what novels? You, Justin, you no. look at me like you don't understand the question. It's processing it. <laughs> letters. Yeah, so all those books mm. are written as a series of letters. Gotcha. And right. works of that kind have have, have their own kind of sub, name. Sub. Yeah, that's right. Right. Are you familiar with any of those books? Yeah. I mean, yes, but I haven't read them. Yeah? Uh, Which ones are you familiar with? Well, Le Liaison Dangerous and uh, Colour Purple. Yeah. What was the first one? You said Guernsey. Yes, the Guernsey Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Oh. Yeah. Who wrote Charing Cross Road? Who wrote 84 Charing Cross Road is a 1970 book by Helene Hanf, who's an American (laughs) author. And her Um, correspondence was with a London bookshop, which was 84 Charing Cross Road. The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society is a historical novel by Mary Ann Schaffer and Annie Barrows that was published in 2008, but it's set in 1946 and tells the story of the wartime occupation of Guernsey. We're going to know that. We're going to know this term, Johnny. Look, uh, I think you will. Is it a French word? It's It's sort of like a French word. I mean, we take the English version of the word from the French, which is from Latin, which is the yeah. Latin for letter. So how's your French? Do you know not great. Do you know the, the French word for letter? Is is it is it um uh, No. Um no <laughs> No wrong wrong vowel sound. Sorry. Is it is it is it brill. Brill. Is it is it is it it does it have a brill is it with a what? B? No. What about no. this? What a what how is your uh, Bible knowledge? Mm. So, you know when, who is it? Someone writes to, I think it's, is it Paul? A letter from St. Paul to the Corinthians. Yes. Kind of thing. Well, yeah, what right. are they called? When they're collect, all those letters are collected. Sa- not Psalms. No, not Psalms. Um, Starts with not E. Goss- not the gospel. Oh, the... Epistle. Epistle. So, they are... Epistolary. Ep- uh, aye, aye. Epistolary Ooh. novels. Wow. Well, you really let us down the path there, Johnny. Thanks. Well, I, t- I tried to get you there. 
But um, Ooh, yeah, I would never have finished with epistolary. Though. Epistolary or epistolic? Uh, I, I reckon that it turned me off. <laughs> what do you mean that like, it turned you off? Well, well, like if I was to go, mm, I'm going to pick up a book right now. Should go I and go, read that epistolic? Should I feel? Do I feel like something as a bit of genre, maybe a bit of sci-fi or some form of like classic? Classic um, uh, romance, anything, mm-hmm. or actually, I feel like some epistolary. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I sure. just, I, the epistolary section in the bookshop is quite. It's that they don't. Yeah, that doesn't. No, if you, if you were doing often, audio, do you? if you were doing audio books, you'd get Christollery to read them, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. That's read by Christollery. Christopher Stollery. <laughs> epistolary novels read by Christopher Stollery. <laughs> Very good. All right, question number seven. What is the Italian name for Venice? Venezia. Venezia. Easy one. Do you know where the name derives? Is it from venison? <laughs> it's not from venison. It is the tribal okay. name of the Veneti or Veneti, oh. uh, a tribe which inhabited the area before... Roman expansion. Wow. Nice place, Venice. Cool. Nice place. Yeah, tell us, tell us about your uh, trip. <laughs> wow. My wife, Nat, we're supposed to, we're, we were all supposed to go on this big family holiday because she has um, Italian heritage. And then, and then just as, as we were leaving somewhere, I think London, she got a call saying, oh, you got to come back to work. So she missed out. Oh, no. And so it was just me and, me and Jasper sort of doing slow motion videos of, when he was eight years old, eight or nine years old, of going, uh, of making mm, Italian hands, blue steel Italian Italian hands in locations all around Rome and Venice. That's so cute. Just looking for good pasta and pizza. That's all we did. Mm, it's, that it was sounds fantastic. Perfect place to do it. Really? Yeah, that's the place to do it. Good. All right. Question number eight. Which song begins with the lyrics? We have the chance to turn the pages over. You're the voice, John Farnham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank Seconded. you. Seconded. That, that is correct. It's quite funny, isn't it, that we, I mean, we associate that song, obviously, with John Farnham. It was a massive hit for him in 1986, ahead of his album Whispering Jack. But for a song so connected to Australia, it's interesting to note that it was actually written by four English musicians. Yeah. Yeah? Well, yeah, that's right. Well, you yeah, don't right. find that interesting? I find that interesting. It is. It is interesting. And that's something I, I had, I, you've reminded me that that was the case. Because I did Superstar with him when I, my first professional gigs was with in I'm Superstar sorry? with Johnny Farnham. Yeah. You did Jesus Christ I Superstar. I never told you that. Yeah, in 1992. The, the uh, arena. The arena spectacular. Yeah, well, yeah. That was my first professional gig with wow, Johnny what Farnham. Wow, well, okay, we, we're going to take a... Who, what did you play? Um, like uh, spear carrier was, uh, or something? Cisco, I was, uh, maybe I was like Thomas or something. I was doubting Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> I was just one of, you know, one of the apostles. Yeah. Amazing. And yes, I was. A sp- I would have been spear carrier. I was one of the guards when, when you know, those yeah, little, quite, quite literally, the little solo bits that are scattered. Through. Wow, with yeah. with John Farnham. What year was that? Ninety two. Gosh, so John Farnham was playing Jesus. Mm-hmm. Who was playing Judas? Uh, John Stevens. John Stevens, that's right. Yeah. Kate Sobrano. Kate Sobrano. Angry Anderson, John Waters, Russell Morris. I don't, I'm not familiar with Russell uh, Morris. Real Thing. You know that Real Thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That's his, that was his big, he was massive in the 70s, Russell. What was that like? Tell, I, I love that music. Awesome, man. That's it's awesome, incredible. man. And it's still, like I had to listen to it the other day because, you know, he's he's 
on everyone's minds at the moment with mm. sickness and, and the doco and stuff. Have you seen the doco? It's I have not seen the doco. Back on telly with the Yes campaign too now. Indeed. Exactly right. Juzzy, do you, do you have it in you to give us the opening lines of uh, You're the Voice? We have the chance to turn the pages over. Beautiful. We can write what we want to write. Is that right? Yeah. Believe, believe I don't know. I, I lose the words after. It's not my favourite <laughs> song, actually. No? I, I wasn't a big fan of his, but doing that... No, no, look, I, in, in, just in terms of the songs that he sang, yeah. not his voice, not his talent. Well, when, he, when he's I did the voice. Super, when I did Superstar with him, he would just, every night, like we'd go out and party and stuff after the show, you know, late, yeah. and he'd always be there. He'd yeah. do like secret, he'd pop up, jump on stage at whatever nightclub we're at and, and do a couple of songs just off the cuff and smoke like cigars, non-stop cigars, smoking cigars. Wow. And every every show, he would just rip it apart. Amazing, amazing, amazing. He, yeah, yeah like like you were you were saying, it, the song is is obviously back in the zeitgeist, I guess, because of the Yes mm. campaign. Yeah. The other night, mm. I just listened to a whole bunch of his songs, and there's that incredible live version of Help of Help. the the Beatles Help that he does. Insane. That, that version is. is Awesome. Yeah, because you know, I I think I probably heard that version before I knew that it was a Beatles song. So I just always Me too. associate that song. With, that's his song now. What's well, a different song? The way he does it. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Thanks, John Farnham. Thank you for Thanks, fun- the song. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks, Jesse, for that uh, story as well. Incredible. All right. Question number nine. True or false, including its islands and ice shelf, Antarctica is about four times the size of Australia. Ooh, four true. times. Four times That's, the size. That true. seems quite excessive. Juzzy's going true. true. You're going true. Yeah. Okay. I'll go, I'll go true. True with a question mark? True. Well, why don't you go false? So that way you cover okay, all bases. I'll go false. I'll go false. We're, oh, we're going to get this either way. Yeah. Uh, I'm right. afraid, Juzzy, you are incorrect. Matt, well done. Yeah, right. It is false. Okay. It is obviously bigger than Australia. Do you know how many times it is bigger? No, because I said true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd say, I'd, say, I'd say not even two times. Twice. Maybe, two, maybe, it is maybe twice. just under One. double the size. Yeah. Yeah. One and, okay. Yeah, one so seven, seven, eight. One, it's about one point eight times mm. uh, as big. Antarctica is thirteen point six million kilometers squared. Australia itself is seven point six million kilometers squared. But the Australian Antarctic Territory, so mm. the the bit of the Antarctica that that we kind of control, is almost as big as Australia. Oh, so we have most of it. Yes, it's very yeah, big. Yeah, it's it's close to six million kilometers squared. It's uh, a whole, whole big bit of it. I, I, I've been, I've been oh, playing. You've been a lot to of, Antarctica? Um, Are you going to tell no, us no, a no. story about <laughs> your travels? No, no. no. I, I've been to Greenland. Yeah, that's yeah, the, so the opposite, right. yeah. opposite end. That's kind of that's ice shelfy. Yeah. No, no, oh, no. I was going to say I've been, I've been playing a lot of Worldle. Oh yes, Is it Worldle. Yeah, yeah, Worldle, Worldle lately, Worldle. and and I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting very kind of obsessed with countries and the size of countries. Oh and yeah, I still find it very interesting. 
the, is this right? Now, tell me if this is wrong. Okay. The, the well, square, if I know, I'll tell you. Square, square kilometre. So Russia is the largest landmass, country landmass. Okay. But the second largest one is either Canada or the United States. I think Canada is bigger than the United States. I think it is. Yeah, I think it. I think like oh, the three largest countries go: Russia, China? Canada, United States, and then China. And then China. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I just remember seeing the other day and thinking, "Oh, that's quite." This is what you needed to say when Johnny asked about the trivia question earlier. Oh yeah. No. I know so you did have a good one. The, the list I have has Russia, Canada, China, United States, but. USA is either 9.5 million kilometres squared or 9.8, which would put it above China at 9.6. Then Brazil and then Australia. And then Australia. Yeah. It's just when you add Alaska to it, it's it's, um, Mm. it's much bigger than than you you think. Yeah. Anyway, curious. Yes, quite curious. Yes. Okay, we're up to the final question. Question number 10. I reckon this is a uh, bit of an easy one, oh, so don't screw don't it up. Don't screw it up now. No, you'll, you'll get this one easy. Question number two, 10, our final question. Twitter is now known by what name? X. X. X is the answer. Is. How do you guys feel about Twitter? Are either of you on Twitter? Uh, technically, but... Mm, no, it drives me crazy. Same, same. No? I, I, I occasionally check things, but it's... It, and I, feel, real, it's, I have a real yeah. problem with that guy. Like, I, I just feel like... <laughs> so there's a shovel. There was a shovel or Batuta thing the other day that yeah. said that quoted Musk saying um, that the main cause of anti-Semitism is Jewish people. <laughs> <laughs> Says Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. The guy's a nutbag. Um, yeah, not a fan. Not a okay. fan at all. And it it baffles me. Like, it genuinely baffles me that you would take a company called Twitter. Like, most enterprises, if there, if there was a word synonymous with your brand for mm. doing something, mm. what, like, tweeting. Tweeting? Absolutely. Look. Why on earth would you change that name? It is yeah. bonkers. It's absolutely crazy. It's yeah. It's like if you owned the the term email. If your if your company was yeah. called email, and then you went, oh, actually, uh, that doesn't work for me. Let's call it X. Let's call yeah. it X. Why? Yeah, I just bought, I just bought Mercedes. I'm going to change the name to Magnum. Yeah, you know. It's just, it's Crazy. stupid. Like, why would you do it? Why would you do it? It just looks like a teenage boy's deodorant. That, like, oh, that's yeah. all I think or about. Porn, or a porn site. Or a porn site, mm. right? Yeah. yeah. Which is why that. Which is probably why they called teenage boy deodorants X. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just to oh. get them, we'll get to get them interested. Sure. It just has a smell to it. Oh, it does. It stinks. Yeah. He stinks oh, like a. Teenage boy. Seems like a like a teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Oh my words. On that note, thank you so much for doing the quiz. It's been an absolute joy having you back on the show. Uh, Thanks, Johnny. Johnny. Best oh, of we did luck. Be- Break legs. We did better than we did better than last time, but kind of almost worse at the same time. <laughs> I think. Is that possible? Maybe. I, uh, what, what's going to be worse is 
me editing this episode because you know, yeah, yeah. Ah. chookers, chookers, chookers to you for your remaining shows of the dismissal, which is on at the York Theatre in the Seymour Centre. You can get your tickets to the dismissal by going to thedismissal.com. And you should, if you're in Sydney, you should go along and see the show. Yes, yes lots of fun. Definitely. Oh, it's look, it, it's an amazing show, and it's our show. It's Australia's story, and it's very funny, and the songs are bangers. And yeah, we, it's awesome. Everyone will love it. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks Johnny. Johnny. See you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.